So this is Katrina Eileen with For Profit, For Purpose. And today I have with us Nick and Brittany Palacios. And they have recently, uh, well, not recently, they've been in a project. How long did that last? Just a little over two years, right? Yeah, close to three, yeah. Closer to three, yeah. yeah. And um, long enough to renovate the house and have a baby who is now in bed sleeping. Yes, thankfully. <laughs> At 7 a.m. I think, or 7 p.m. I think that's a win. Holy cow. Yeah. Uh, so Brittany is from the cosmetology industry and Nicholas is from the aviation industry. And um, so today we're going to find out a little bit about how you did what you did because there's a lot of people who watch HGTV, flip this house. They think that it's something that's cool to do. And they also, a lot of people have this barrier. They think that it's only for professional investors. And um, really, what you guys found out is that you don't have to be a professional investor, just a little bit of a, um, you know, think strategically and have some good financial, um, some financial, like, sense. <laughs> and, have, and have the patience of a saint. <laughs> and a yeah. lot of other things that we'll talk about today. The good, the bad, the ugly. I made my first million in real estate when I was 33 years old. I didn't believe it was possible to even be a homeowner after growing up in 20 different homes. I've spent my life learning the game of real estate entrepreneurship, to have the freedom to parent and guide my own schedule, and to express my purpose in the world. What is your purpose? How do you put that purpose behind what you do for money? I believe you were meant to make an impact. My real estate company was built around my purpose of having people discover what they are truly capable of. I'm Katrina Eileen, and this is my podcast, For Profit, For Purpose. So, um, so tell us a little bit about what you did and what the project was and um, you know, where you started out at when you first went down this road. Well, it was kind of a decision that all of a sudden I wanted to buy a house just out of the blue. It was a good time. I noticed the market was pretty good with the homes, but um, I never really planned on getting a renovated home. I just wanted the ideal dream home of perfect at the beginning. And then the first time we yeah. saw it, she just said no. She looked at the house and she went, there's no way I'm going to do that. <laughs> she, she actually wanted the house across the road that was moving ready. And I didn't want that one. I wanted the one that needed all the work. So that was, that was some conversations. Yeah. Yeah. But we, uh, we just didn't really know how to go about something like that at first. It's kind of a daunting task when you first jump into something like that and you don't know where to go. But I think when you have like a, a good team behind you, then you can do it. Because yeah. you guys were first time homebuyers. Yeah, yes. very yeah. first time doing something like this. And so um, I remember when we first talked and Nicholas, you have the, I mean, I, one of the things I remember about you is you always have this vision and you always have the investor hat on right, as far as looking at how do I financially be responsible, be a good steward of my money, provide for, you know, our financial goals for the future. And um, so I, that was always a filter that I think was in place from the first time that we talked. And, Absolutely. Um, yeah. <laughs> and the tax benefits and right, you know, yes. looking at yes. all of those aspects. And um, so when we first started talking about the, the different properties, we walked into this one I remember, and it was, so most, even experienced investors would have walked into this and been like, you know, 
<laughs> okay. It is, was a lot. It was a it lot. Was a nice this tour. wasn't just carpet paint, you know, some new cabinets. This was from the inside out, all the way from the crawl space to the attic crawl space to the, I mean, like to the everything. I mean, there wasn't and actually. Tearing down walls. And, mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> like, complete gut job. Yeah. Complete. <laughs> but it was worth it. It was worth it. it was, so, Brittany, what was the turning point for you when you said, oh, you know what? Um, yeah, I can do that. You know what? It was the house across the street. I wanted the house across. It was weird because I found that house across the street. I remember I messaged you and we looked at it and I went, this is the exact same cul-de-sac we looked at the very couple weeks ago. And it was the one across the street where you're like, oh, well, that could be potential. And I was like, no. <laughs> well, we saw that home across the way and it was only a two bedroom and the whole bathroom was only in the master bedroom. It was a really weird layout, but I was still like, oh no, it's pretty. Let's get yeah. that one. Yeah. And it was funny because you were like, it's, yeah, it's okay. And I was like, oh, these floors don't seem a little different. You're like, they're floating floors. They're, they're different. I'm like, <laughs> you weren't that jazzed about them, but I, you're like, yeah, we could put in an offer. <laughs> and then you, I remember we didn't get it. And you yeah. said, but that house across the way is literally 300 square feet more. Which and it's three bedroom, two full bath. And it could be everything you want, but more. And, I, was, and I, I remember telling you, you better be right. You better be right. You better actually. Because <laughs> it was, I wanted everything of that house, but more. Like I got my new cabinets, my new countertops, and the whole house was new after it was done. And not only that, but I have to say, the house across the street, whoever selected those finishes, you know, they were just kind of, it was, they were, you know, they were new different. and there was tile and it was the tile backsplash and all the pretty stuff, but it just didn't match, right? And no. What you selected in the house, in your guys' house, like that was, I mean, that was beautiful. It was design. You had everything you wanted new appliances, designer colors, slab quartz countertops, new, two new bathrooms, yeah. tile surrounds. I mean, I don't think Absolutely there was a, everything. And then Nicholas, just, that that barn door that you built, that was just that actually was such a, a a key piece, right? Especially when we turned around and sold this property. Oh yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. People, people loved it. People loved that barn door in the farm sink and. Yep, yep, it was beautiful. We'll have to show some pictures so people can see what we're talking about. Oh but yeah, it was stunning. And um, so, tell me a little bit about um, the the. So good, bad, the ugly, right? Like what were the, what were the biggest challenges as you were going through this? Were there times where you thought, why in the hell did we do this? Uh, and oh, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was, it's the timing on that one. If you, you have to sort of be willing to give and take on the time because they, they tell you it's going to take six months, but if you plan for that, you're going to be sorely disappointed. Yeah, there's always stuff going on because the 203K loan is there so much and the payments to the contractors are so different than what you expect. They don't just get paid up front. Yeah. You know, it's it, installments. And right. so it's installment work where you have to wait a little bit of time. Yeah. But oh, it pays off. Though. It does pay off. I mean, our house, I, we couldn't have got that. By the time, because our house is a short sale, by the time we were done closing, if we wanted to buy a different house, we couldn't afford it. We couldn't right. by the time. So we were kind of hoping and praying that everything went good at the end because or else we, we don't know what we would have done. But then we got such a nice house in our budget that we, gosh. And all the projects are done. Because you never do the projects when you move Yeah, out. we didn't right, have to do Right, when you have a contractor and, yeah, and, and also the other thing is when the contractor doesn't get paid until the work's complete, 
then, yeah. which is what the 203k loan does then yeah you know i was a i grew up my dad was a contractor and a carpenter and he did beautiful work but in our house all of it like the trim was never attached you know there's things <laughs> all the things that you know like it, it just was never never quite done and um, yeah no. ours the only thing we had to do at the end like that we decided was paint the outside put on a um, covered patio and redo the landscaping but the landscaping we didn't even know that was an issue until summer came around all the weeds yeah but but no the 203k <laughs> loan even though it's it's kind of a headache at first and it's a little tricky it's well worth it in the end absolutely yeah and it was, it is it a was. Lot of, yeah and it is a lot of work so there's not a lot of lenders out there even willing to tackle that do you remember who your lender was um graystone mortgage yeah yeah i think, I think so. that was it yep it was nick neal i believe right yes. yeah and that was yeah it was good but then i remember he had some issues and then we had to switch at the end that was unexpected but yeah. it went really well it went really well and everyone kept kept us in the loop because a lot of people first off we didn't even know about 203k before because i remember we tried to go we were didn't originally get a hold of you so we were going to someone else and she had no clue about any of this stuff and i think it kind of scares people at first but it pays off yeah, a lot of people absolutely. so the 203k loan is a loan where you can wrap your all of your renovation costs into your purchase loan and so there's what's called a streamlined product and that is where it's thirty thousand dollars or less right the budget so you can get carpet you can get paint i mean it could even be you get a house and you want to paint it and put some new appliances in you can do the 203k loan have that wrapped in so you don't have to come up with all the cash and then there's the full meal deal where, you know, as long as you have a foundation in the ground, you can rebuild something and your budgets up to the FHA loan limits. And you mm -hmm. guys went full meal deal. <laughs> so, yes. Not for well, the faint yeah. of heart. Mm -hmm. No, we, uh, yeah, because we took out walls, we redid everything, got top of the line, everything. And, but the thing was too, we were, we always looked at it as an investment. Yeah. so we picked things too that were going to be you resellable. know resellable we looked value. at the yeah. nice countertops the white cabinets we didn't do anything out there that we were going to go oh well that's only something we would like so we yeah. even the outside painted i mean it was a little bit brighter blue but i think people but it was cute it was cute yeah. it was. I mean, we got great feedback on it right and the market is always what tells us you know <laughs> you know the market always gives us that feedback and everybody loved it so um tell so do you mind talking a little bit about the number was this profitable at the end or did you just kind of oh yeah or um i didn't really i mean like i kind of went into selling it but i didn't really know because we were selling it right with this pandemic hit really hard at the beginning and that was kind of scary because i didn't know really what was going to happen because we said 350 we bought the house at like 255 i think after all the renovations it was yeah, 185 so see, i think you then, got it at 187 or yeah 180 yeah around there but then with all the renovations like 255 which is still great great price and then we um sold it at 360 actually and we ended up making a profit almost seventy four thousand. Nah, so after everything yeah after everything after everything yeah that was our money so you gotta live there for a little over two years and then and I think you probably paid less on your mortgage than you would for rent. For oh, yeah. And then you net profited that amount. Now, here's the really cool thing. And so, Nicholas, talk about the tax implications of that. 
Like, did you have to pay tax on that? And if so, how much was it? So what was your true net net? Do you remember what our true net was? It was true. It was, it was about the same part because we had to yeah. pay no taxes. Yeah, right. I, remember, I don't know how you don't remember that. I, I, you know that day was just so busy with everything going on. He was, I I think he, was, he was shocked how much we got for everything too. Yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. Okay, so so now the, the gauge is changing, right? Okay, Brittany. Oh, yeah. Give us yeah. the numbers. Give us the data. Yeah. <laughs> we walked away. We were literally, it was 74 because almost, it was like right under 74 and we didn't have to pay any taxes on it because we stayed in that, occupied that house for, I think it was about two and a half, three years you had to occupy it and then you didn't get taxed on it for selling it. Yeah, so right. it was completely hard. And there was no stipulation of, oh, you have to put that money into something either immediately or else you're going to get taxed. There was none of that. We were worried about that. Yeah, that's what we, I, I was worried about that, that we'd have to put it right into a property immediately, but no, we right. didn't have to. We so the, uh, right, so that if you live in a property for two of the last five years, then when you sell it, you have a capital gains exemption up to $250 per individual or $500,000 per couple. So, so you guys, uh, scale of one to 10, how happy are you that you did that? at the end like you know, extremely happy i remember getting the calls i remember the you know like i remember like when contractors were taking forever and then the city ended up having like what was it the shed they're taking down the shed and all of a sudden things that didn't need to be permit right you were going to need to pull a permit for some yeah. crazy reason and that put us behind like i don't know yeah so there was all sorts of stuff there was the shed there it was all sorts of craziness but if you can get through the headache, it's a 10 out of 10. It's worth it. You just gotta, yeah, I mean, you gotta stick with it. We are literally debt free now. So, that's and fantastic. we still have a huge chunk to put in for our next home. Yeah. I mean, we couldn't have so, done okay, that. Okay, so that's, that's a good indicator. So would you do it all over again, or are you gonna take this profit and put it into something turnkey? <laughs> you know what? Cause I always say, oh, I just want that brand new home. I just want that brand new home but I made a brand new home in such a lower priced home. So I probably would do more of a renovation again. And then I get to pick what I want. I don't yeah. get the whole like, and what I've noticed too is from other people who've bought those, you know, turnkey homes is they're not always what they seem, you know, they're not always like, you don't get to pick the contractors. You don't get to pick the stuff. And it, it is what it is. Yeah. That's another thing though, with, with having all the work done and you being able to check on the contractor, you know it's done right, you don't really have to worry about it, because yeah. you're testing it, you're checking it, you know it's done, you're not buying what you're hoping is good. Yeah, I mean, even the, the countertops, we had an issue one time with the countertops, and I immediately called up our contractor, and he was like, no, 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 they don't know what they're doing, I'm going to get someone out there tomorrow, I, this is not acceptable, I actually got to talk to the contractor and deal with it and I went to like even Home Depot, picked out stuff with him, everything. Yeah, you get the final and the say cool in the quality thing of your is, home. Is even in homes that are two and three times the cost of the of what you guys had, you still you you don't get the tile, the custom tile, no. you don't get no. the little niches, you know, you might get the fiberglass around. You get some things that are really nice on the like where it shows, but then you don't miss, you you they cut corners. And what you guys oh, yeah. did, yeah, every single nook and cranny of your place was new and it was quality. And yeah. so that's yeah. due to your taste and the selections you chose, because I have worked with people where you're like, whoa, why would you put that in, <laughs> right? So it's your yeah. taste and it's what you chose. And then in addition to that, it's having a quality contractor who does quality work. 
And well, yeah, he, um, our contractor really, because there was some things like I picked and he was like, you know, maybe we should think about something a little bit more neutral and do this. And I don't know, I, I like that input by having someone who actually knew what they were doing too. Because some of the things he was like, well, look at it from a resale value and this and this and this. And I was like, well, yeah, that's smart. That's smart. We should probably do this and maybe tame it down and maybe I shouldn't okay. get my bright, oh, so sparkly okay. countertops. That's good to know. All right. That's great to know. So um, you were working with a contractor who he does, uh, he's an investor contractor. So he does mm -hmm. a lot of flips. He does flips himself. And so he has a lot of um, great uh, input, right? And experience with what yes. sells and what doesn't. So I didn't realize you guys had that kind of exchange. I, I was so impressed with everything we, he chose. We did. We met, well, me and him, and Nick was always busy working. So it was always me and him met quite a bit. And he'd always go, oh, is, is Nick okay with this, this, and this, and this? And I was like, yeah, he's fine. He's fine. <laughs> it was funny because I would go, oh, yeah, I want this subway tile and this grout and this and this. And he would give me his opinion on everything. Because I remember I wanted, I think, the sparkly countertops. And he was like, mm. Yeah, you wanted the fairy or something. We yeah, the, yeah, we ended up with the, of course, the top of the line countertop. But he yeah. he put his input, and it was appreciated. I mean, gosh, even at one point, our flooring it was out of stock or something, and he needed to order it like that morning. And he was going, "Well, this one's most similar. Are you okay with my choice?" And I was like, "Sure, sure, let's just do it." And it worked. So having that trust there as well, right? Yeah. Because how many people Crucial. can you say, sure, whatever you choose, and I know that's going to be good. So yeah, I know it's going to go in line with what we want. Um, so overall, was when we went into this, you know, I can describe the process. I can talk to you about it. We can look at timelines, and um, it, but you still have your sense of it, how easy or hard this is going to be. Would you say that it was easier or harder than what you initially thought going in? Um, you know what? I actually think it was easier. I found it harder. You found it harder <laughs> than you thought? I did. Because I, originally, when we were looking for a home that was ready to buy, you think it's going to be easier. I mean, you know there's going to be a lot of paperwork and all that. And you know there's things you're going to have to do. But, but having to go through with the contractor and plan everything. And like I said, it's you're given this timeline that you're sort of told to stick with but it's not always the case you have to be flexible so it's it is it is harder than what you expect but it's definitely worth it but I wouldn't say it was easy <laughs> I thought it was easier I mean because me I was just so like dreading it was after we signed like it was I was dreading kind of it but I don't know it seemed easier after we signed even I mean yeah it was a waiting game on some things but I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It seemed easier to me because it didn't seem as stressful. I think I had a good contractor and you kept in the loop too the whole time, even through it, you kept in the loop. So to me, I didn't feel as stressed because if I had a question, it got answered. It yeah. wasn't, oh, I don't know. I never got an, oh, I don't know. I yeah. always got an answer. I didn't get someone just going, oh, I don't know. I'll figure that out in a couple days. It's not it like calling some that. customer service line somewhere. And yeah. yeah. It was. <laughs> okay, yeah, this or this. Like, I mean, even your part technically was done after we signed the papers and I still would ask you questions and you would answer them. So yeah. that was the thing. I don't know, to me, it wasn't that hard after. Well, that's even awesome. And I have to tell you guys, uh, you know, there's just a little envy, right? Because, so I build, renovate, do, do remodel projects. And you're, I have to tell you, what you did was just as beautiful as any product I have a professional designer. 
call me Liz. Oh, wow. And um, and here's the thing. So my kids will go into our renovated houses and you know these properties, and they're like, "Why can't we live in a house like this?" You know. And, <laughs> So I'm kind of like my dad, right? Where your own home is never as you, right? So we don't have the new countertops. We don't have this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys got it all. You got to do the investment. You got to get the game. You got to live in a gorgeous home for two and a half years. And then, uh, yeah, and then make that investment profit. So, uh, and you got to do it as owner occupants, which means you get to keep yeah. all the money. And yeah, uh, it's, it was a win, win, win. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, so what, um, so if you were, so, um, Brittany, your sister's actually contacted me and I have to reach back out to her and she said, Hey, oh, she's, yeah. Yeah. She's like, I want to learn how to do this. I want to learn yeah. real estate. And so, um, thinking about that or anyone else out there that, you know, they're thinking one, is this for me? Can I do it? Is it worth it? Or, uh, you know, are any of those things they're considering it, what would be your best advice? going in so that they're so that they have a, a good set of expectations you know i think you have to keep an open mind you really do um you can't just have a set goal in your mind ahead of time because and you have a list you always have a list in your head of this checkoff list of what you expect and what you want but you got to really be flexible and open because like you know i wanted the cookie cutter perfect brand new home and mm -hmm it just wasn't feasible and it wasn't exactly, I found the homes and they weren't exactly what we thought. He had a list of things and I did check off his list. And then he goes, I don't really need this. I don't really need that. And I guess I'm wrong. We just need to be more open-minded with it because if you're more open-minded then you can get actually what you want and then some. Yeah. And that was us because next time i think i just like because we've talked about that their next purchase i just need to, i'm gonna have to keep more open-minded still because now i'm like oh i can get a you know brand new home but then i look at him going i don't know it's not yeah it's and, and now that you've had the experience of being able to pick out all your own things right mm -hmm. and get that quality, that's now you're hard. starting to see like in these other homes like what's missing right or what you would oh, yeah absolutely just for you yeah Oh yeah, absolutely. I love that. So if you stay open-minded, then you could end up with even more than you had ever expected. Oh, that yeah. would be amazing. Yeah, yeah, that's great insight. How yeah. about you, Nicholas? It was pretty similar because it's it's as she was saying that was that was a huge thing. I had this list where I wanted a garage. I didn't want to have to worry about a heat. I want a built-in heater. I wanted all these things, and we found that house. And as we're sitting there, and I'm looking and going that's not as important as I thought because it was a one car driveway and I realized we're going to be playing car car shuffle every night and that's I don't want that I really wanted a two car driveway and what was really more important is how much space do we have the number of bathrooms uh mm -hmm. you know where it is lot wise and if you start thinking not just what you want but more of what the market wants or the resellability <laughs> then it, yeah. it may come a lot easier then you start looking past and go well, you know, if we got this, we can turn into this for the location we're at, the size of families, the type of income, and it, it just kind of falls into place. There you go. There you go. I love that. So if you keep an open mind, you can end up with more than you ever thought. And if you're willing to, if you're in a place in life where you can say and run it through the filter of what would the market want and maybe set some of your, ex, you know, some of the things that you thought you wanted aside, 
then um, you can end up with, so, you know, it's interesting. So I'll work with clients and I'll work with people and they just can't afford, right? Like your, your, what their loan is approved mm-hmm. for, it just doesn't buy what they want. And so one of the things we talk about is, well, you know, buy this, this is your interim step, right? So get this one. So at least you can get into the market. You can keep up with the appreciation because yeah. prices just continue to go up. And yeah. then, uh, right. And then you can go ahead and get what you want. Um, and that's really, yeah. the, that's really the position you guys are in. Right? It's yeah. a nice one. <laughs> <laughs> nice position. It's nice to be here right now. Yeah. I couldn't have, my, what I could have afforded, what we could have afforded was not exactly what our dream idea was. I mean, I couldn't have afforded at the time, all these top end appliances and all that. No. That wasn't in the ballpark at all. We yeah. wouldn't have walked away with nearly what we did. No. Yeah. Excellent. So do you have any other words of advice or any other uh, insight or anything else that you want to say about, because what I really, here's what I really want. I want other people to realize they can have what you guys have and what you're going to be doing again. Oh, yeah. You just have to find a good real estate agent and a team, honestly, that's going to back you with everything and have open ideas in order to do this and you have to trust the process and you have to trust your real estate agents ideas too on it because <laughs> you, you just need to be open you need to be open to the yeah. whole thing because as i wasn't open and then i saw i couldn't get what i wanted we got the house that i was kind of dreading at first <laughs> and i got oh, an right. amazing <laughs> home and i i got amazing profit off of it i mean i couldn't I couldn't have walked away from a home, selling a home, be debt free, and have a huge chunk to put on my next dream home, hopefully here. Yeah. That's, that's so now, funny. I'm There's nothing a, like the day you close and you get your- chunk that I can put down. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing it's like, like closing know. and you get your keys and you just want to cry. <laughs> what is this? What did we buy? And then it turns into your dream home, right? Like, I mean, it may not be the ultimate dream home, but what you guys created was a dream. Yeah, for sure. Oh yeah. Now with our, you know, hopefully growing family here soon, that even more so it'll serve even more. We can have a bigger house and a better house again. Yeah. Yeah. Well, awesome. Well, thank you guys so much for being a part of the show and, um, and you know this is really what we're all about for profit for purpose and there's nothing i can that could really be more quintessential for profit for purpose than a family buying a home living in it being able to use it have it be something so beautiful turn it around for a profit and then now be looking at what's next for your family for your financial future and eventually i mean you guys are so young but eventually your retirement so Thank you. Thanks for being a part of the show. I would love to hear about your purpose. I'm always looking for like-minded people to collaborate with, interview, or do business with. Reach out to me directly at 425-230-4499. Not sure what your purpose is? I'm happy to share the guide that helped me discover mine. If you'd like that guide and a free copy of my Amazon best-selling investment book for real estate, visit my website at katrinaeileen.com. If this podcast brings you value, please like, subscribe, and share. Thank you for listening to For Profit, For Purpose. I would love to hear about your purpose. I'm always looking for like-minded people to collaborate with, 
interview, or do business with, reach out to me directly at 425-230-4499. Not sure what your purpose is? I'm happy to share the guide that helped me discover mine. If you'd like that guide and a free copy of my Amazon best-selling investment book for real estate, visit my website at katrinaeileen.com. If this podcast brings you value, please like, subscribe, and share. Thank you for listening to For Profit, For Purpose.